Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to Bad At Parties. Episode 10 is here, and I get to sit down with Autumn Northcraft. Autumn is a Portland-based photographer and graphic designer who has been on the edge of my circle for a long time, so it was really exciting and nervous to sit down with this creative woman, but the conversation was so worth the fear, I am thrilled to share it with you. Check out Autumn's work at autumnnorthcraft.com. That will be linked in the details of this podcast, as well as on Bad At Party's Facebook and Instagram. If you are listening for the first time, don't forget to subscribe to Bad At Parties on your mobile device to be introduced to some of the amazing artists that we have here, along with their weird brains. Speaking of which, here is Autumn Northcraft. I think she has some like cowgirl back yeah. in the day. <laughs> I know she's in the game Bang. Wait, what? What's that? Bang is like this card game. It's like Bang. an Italian card game, and uh-huh. you basically are two different cowboys, and you're trying to shoot each other, and you... Oh. Trying to win. Is she like the, she's the like love a, interest of both? No, she's just a cool character. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a bunch of different characters. This is not a cool thing. It's like a lame thing. It's like a, a lame game. Yeah, it's really fun. I want to play. I, I like card games. Yeah, and then you get games. to say, I'm going to bang you. And yeah. you bang each other and everybody bangs each other. It's really fun. Uh, but it's like this Italian game. So it's also got great. like all of these Italian words as well in it. Okay. And you're like, ah, oh, mancato. Yeah. Which I said that with that nice Italian okay. accent. Let's bang. Yeah, you go and you can bang your friends. It's really good. That would be a good drinking game too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely like to regain life, you have to drink stuff. And if you're playing it with, yeah. like you usually are like, okay, but if you're going to play that, you have to actually drink something. Yeah. Like it says one <laughs> beer, so consume one beer okay. if you're going to take that I'm card. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. I'm, writing the, I'm putting this in my notes mm-hmm. on my phone. Mm-hmm. As you're wearing a dare shirt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs. I was thinking today, I don't even remember what dare stands for. Oh no, <laughs> it's an acronym. I mean, there's periods yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, obviously, but um, I don't know. I was trying to come up with like some fun, different mm-hmm. things for dare. Have you I ever done know. drugs while wearing a dare shirt? <laughs> no. No. no Ooh, look haven't. at you. Yeah. Look at you go. I haven't even smoked, so that's that's good. That's great. I um I remember I had a police officer who was like in our dare program, and he was like, "If you make it to 18 and you haven't done any." Drugs. I will take you out for a steak dinner. And then, like, I turned 18. And, like, how do I follow up with that? Yeah, where's my do steak I go dinner, to the? Bitch. Do I, like, go to the police office? Do I say, like, hey, so there was this guy. I was, like, 11. I don't know. But who was the guy doing that? Because he owes me oh a dinner. Gosh. And then do I want to have that sit-down conversation? Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't do drugs. And now I'm 18. And he's like, yeah, well, okay. Here's Did you your- make yourself a steak dinner? No, I had no steak dinner. One day I'll have a steak dinner and I'll be like, this was for way back when, before I did any drugs. I was a good boy. Before I was 18. (laughs) I was a good boy for this long. For at least a solid period of time. No, I... No, I did weed for the first time You did the weed. Mm -hmm. This year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. I waited for so long. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I I just wanted it to be like the right time, Mm -hmm. the right moment. Mm -hmm. Um, How How was it? Um, it was good. It took a long time for me to get high, like over like weeks of yeah. smoking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For some people, I guess it's that long. It oh, you like, you up. smoked and nothing happened. Nothing and happened. Then you I mean, I got like really relaxed. That's nice. The THC and it was low. So it was more like a, 
a body high mm-hmm. than a mind high. It became a mind high later. Sure. <laughs> and when it did, it was awesome. But um, yeah, it just it took for so long. I don't. I wanted to smoke it at Beach House because I saw them in Seattle, mm. and I got prepared. I got a pen, and was like, I'm gonna do this. And then I got sick. Mm. And I was um, congested, so I didn't want to get no. high when I was No, who wants congested. to smoke when they're, con- when no, they're sick? No, no. I didn't even drink. It was kind of, I mean, it was a lame birthday in that res- retrospect. Bummer. But it was awesome because yeah. I saw Beach House. Super fun. Um, but yeah, so I, I got home and I was starting to feel better. So I was smoking on and off and I don't know, like it just took forever. And I was actually here when it finally kicked yeah. in. I just like came by and I said, hi, Becca. And... Um, I was going off to meet up with some friends afterwards, but yeah, I like kicked in. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's great. And she was like, is this happening right now? Am I, am I here with you? Like, I feel so honored. And That's so I great. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I ex- I, see, I've, I always say this. I've had like exclusively bad experiences where yeah. I've been like, you know, taken way too much because somebody was an asshole and they're like, oh yeah, try this like the first time or like I was drunk and then I was like, oh yeah, I'll try that as well. Yeah. Totally. Just... No, like even when I was drunk, I never... That's I just great. didn't want to. Oh, look I at... wanted it to be like a personal experience. That's so good. Um, thanks. <laughs> dare. But actually... Dare to, yeah. to do it right. Dare to do it right, right. and dream. Yeah. Well, and I, I have a friend who was... What did he say the other day? He's just talking about it. He's like, yeah, no, drugs are like a sometimes food. You know, mm-hmm. you just, you got to do it right. You got to know how to yeah. handle it. It's not like, sure. you don't want to be like, what is it, Tuesday in the afternoon? Let's eat cake. It's just because it's like, I don't want cake right now. Why do I don't want cake. I mean, maybe, I mean, I, I could go for cake. cake. <laughs> I could go for cake. But yeah, just being even more of a sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I was, we had on the podcast, I was talking with my friend. Oh, I uh, listened to that one. Yeah. You guys talked about weed. Mm-hmm. Was that with Gabe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. we were talking with Gabe, and we were talking yeah. about how, like, the you see performers or you see people who are like performing while they are inebriated in some way. Dude, I don't know how they do that. Yeah, I don't know how people like some people smoke weed every day. It's crazy, yeah. and it's just like that's they your function. state of being. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard like you perform be- the way you like perform the way you're going to practice mm-hmm. or practice the way you're going to perform. So mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, if I'm gonna be a little high or if I'm gonna have a little alcohol in my system, like I should practice that the same way yeah and like if you're gonna have a couple drinks at the show but you've never had a drink when you've practiced like you're gonna do terribly Mm -hmm. and so like I've heard people advocating that but at the same time like but don't try writing I could never imagine like writing Mm -hmm. or like like coming up with ideas yeah because you would think that they're really great Mm -hmm. and then the next day you would listen to what you did right like what the fuck is this totally (laughs) and I mean I'm sure that there are different like things that you could pursue that you're like okay this is going to be more of a free like I'm going to have uh, my inhibitions or like my like resistance to like saying something I'm killing my editor mm-hmm. but at the same time like don't don't take that and be like print yeah send a copy <laughs> this is for distribution like yeah. no, then bring back the editor um so this is the cat the cat has jumped up on the table sweet penny mm-hmm. um this is the she second she likes the mic yeah but she's actually pretty quiet today yeah. so which is nice. nice yeah yeah <laughs> hey kiddo uh, so you mentioned we're recording at, um, my sister's place. Yes. Out in Portland is a second. Okay. Okay, cat. Okay. In the southeast. <laughs> yes. 
I don't even know that. Yeah, Southeast Portland. Uh, I don't Um, know my way around Portland at all. It's actually, it's closer to Gresham. Mm -hmm. Like some people would consider this pretty far, but this is Montevilla, Montevilla neighborhood. Great. How many times have I been here? (laughs) Dozens. I don't know that. I know. It's hard to remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm also sorry for Becca because now we're telling people where she lives. (laughs) All the fans. Come to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't even know her address. No, I, I don't just know. come here. Yeah, I know the coffee shops that are nearby, and I put them in my GPS, yeah. and that's how there I find them right here. The bipartisan, bipartisan cafe. No, see, now you've given way too many specifics. <laughs> it's the street across no. in Washington. And we'll just edit that out. Come. Um, but you've been doing uh, like a bunch of photography like that's been your your main focus for I don't know how long I don't know how you've gotten into that I have exclusively known you as someone who I'm like oh wow she's really successful at this you're doing like tons and tons of like merchandise or if it's clothing lines or jewelry lines and you're I've seen you do do some work with bands and that's really cool yeah it's fun whenever I can do that yeah um I for a while uh, I was doing fashion I still am like on and off as a freelancer but Mm -hmm. Um, my day job is a graphic designer yeah. for a health company, and that's fun. It pays the bills. Sure. Um, but what's more fun for me is when I get to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But with bands uh, specifically, um, I think it was like two years ago, I just decided that I wanted to do more of that. Yeah. Um, it's stuff like I feel like it, it crosses over with fashion. Totally. In the way that it's creative and that you can explore like different avenues Whereas, like, um, commercial photography is more, like, specific and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but, yeah, with bands, I just decided that I was going to try to meet them, <laughs> meet my favorite ones. That's why you that do was, it. Yeah, that was the best excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wait a second. I, you know, kind of have the skill. Yeah. Maybe if I they can... want someone to do this, <laughs> yeah, I if, just want to meet them. And I would be like, hey, I'll do this for free. I would contact their PR agent mm-hmm. um, or their manager. And, I mean, most of the time I wouldn't get a reply, but that's fine. Um, With some people, it happened, and I have some, like, funny stories with that, but... um, Who have you gotten to shoot? um, I think, like, my most favorite musician was probably Angel Olsen. Mm -hmm. Do you know who she is? Mm -mm. You should. She's actually, um, she's going to come out with a new album in September, She's beautiful. She's great. Um, she's from Chicago, mm-hmm. and she came here um, and was pretty like not well known. She came out with an EP, I think, mm-hmm. um, and was playing a show. And my friend actually told me about her, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I could, you know, photograph her." And then it would be like this fun story with me and my friend who was obsessed with her. And then, like shortly after, like we met and stuff, and I got to hang out with her for a couple of hours. Um, I became obsessed with her. Mm. I saw her that night and actually cried at her show. And I've never cried ever at Mm. any show. Mm. Um, Was that your... But you'd you'd listened to her stuff a little bit before you saw her. Very minimally. Yeah. Yeah. Just Um, like, I'm going to the show. Sure, I'll get familiar with the sound a little bit. Yeah. Um, But of course, in my email, I'd be like, I'm such a big fan of... Yeah, of course. (laughs) You're not going to be like, hey, I just heard about you and... uh, You kind of look cool. You look cool. I like your bangs. Someday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's got, like, a really striking, like, interesting, like, beautiful face. Yeah, Yeah. no, for sure. Um, But, yeah, she's blowing up. Um, Yeah, she's actually a good friend. I don't know if she's good friends, but she knows Mac DeMarco. Mm -hmm. They've, like, hung out and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, she is going to get even bigger. 
So, so you got to do photography with her just yeah. by like cold reach out. Hey, I was at your show. Yeah. It, it made me cry. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. What What about the show or like what was the touching moment that you were like, wow, that hit me? Um, I don't know. Her voice is, I mean, when you listen to her, it's mm-hmm. very... It's very emotional, and like the lyrics that she writes are very personal. Um, so I think it was that, but mm-hmm. the way that her voice, like just the inflections that she does, and like the weird stuff, um, I don't know. It's like you can really see like her soul when she sings. Mm. And I always say like the best music that you'll hear is the kind that makes you forget where you are. Yeah. So um, that definitely happened. Totally. It's like that. Uh, it's like when you're watching a movie and you become the character. Yeah. Or you're reading a book and you are them and like someone talks and you're like, oh, no, don't take yeah. me out of this space. Like, yeah. I think that that can totally happen with music. You're just like, <laughs> you're creating this other space that you're like entering into a new universe. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's what it was like. Um, and also I felt like she was singing to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, uh, it, there I had her number mm-hmm. and like occasionally I would text her and I think because I had this like little bit of fandom yeah I would just text her like on and off when I knew that she was coming to town and be like hey sure. let's you know like I want to see you blah blah um and at first she was like really great and then she just stopped responding and oh. I wasn't sure if yeah did I did I go too far <laughs> I think maybe did I weird girl it I think maybe I did but at the same time I'd like to believe that she changed her number or something sure yeah you, did, you didn't she get a new me. phone, who dis? <laughs> she ghosted me. Yeah. yeah, who dis? Who dis? No, I didn't. I mean, every time she was, like, really nice and great. So when it just stopped, I was like, okay. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it's hard to be, a like, a traveling, touring musician oh, or, like, yeah, any definitely. artist in that way and, like, be, like, tied to a phone. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like, that's an expensive thing. It's super expensive. And, it like, to have anything that's on subscription basis, like, ugh. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is hard. That's tough. Um, you're in a band. Yeah. Yeah. In a band. What is your band name? You're going to interview me on my podcast? <laughs> it's called... We're having a conversation. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, right. um, we're, it's called Bears and Other Carnivores. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was yeah something animal related. It is animal cool. related. Yep. We're playing around. It's fun. I don't know. I think that... Mm-hmm. Um, this is the same band that you've been in for years, Yeah. Right? So okay. it used to be called... It's been like a very slow growth... Um, band, but I think what's what's great about it is it's like very much this idea of just people being like, well, we all work full time jobs, we all do other things, um, we all have families, kids, or yeah. buying houses or whatever. So it's just adult there things that when it's there. Yeah, I mean okay. it's consistent. We're we're doing it every mm-hmm. single week. We yeah. we practice it. I I'm putting a lot of energy into it. and I care about it, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, when it comes to goals, that idea of, like, mm-hmm. what are, are we hoping to accomplish with this goal, um, that feels like the ongoing conversation of, of we kind of just have to live into short-term goals. We're not trying to be like, okay, we're going right. to we're gonna go on this big tour mm-hmm. in, like, a year or yeah. anything like that. Isn't that funny how that changes when you get older? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, early 20s or even before that, you're like, okay, now I have to live up to my potential. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was so concerned with that and what I do, like anything creatively, like mm-hmm. not just photography, but um, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove everyone wrong or like prove everyone right, the people that believe in me. And then when you get older, like 
mid twenties. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> How old am I? Uh, I forget. <laughs> I just straight up forget. I do I have too to think. sometimes now. Twenty. And I actually like that I forget. I'm twenty seven. Like it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've always maybe been when bad at you that. like some people are really concerned with uh, thirty years old, and I'm mm-hmm. just like get over it. Come yeah. On. No, no, no. But I think forty maybe is like okay. I'm forty. I don't know. You, you know, and that? I've had like tons of coworkers who have been like you know, in their 40s and their 50s, yeah. and, like, I can go out to drinks with them, and I'm like, yeah, oh, you're definitely. regular people, I love talking with you. Yeah. I don't know, I think that I have happily reached the point where I don't give a shit about age, and I think yeah. that you kind of just have this moment where you're like, I don't know, I just, mm-hmm. we were all probably thinking about the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I love getting older. Nice. Where <laughs> did you get that bumble tea? That looks really good. From Where, T-Bar. T-Bar? T-Bar. T-Bar. There's one division. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had to I had to talk about it. I don't know how to talk about it yet. Um, I'm trying really hard not to break the fourth wall in this podcast, mm-hmm. and I normally don't. But I had somebody listen, and they were like, hey, someone was talking. It was really great. But they kept on hearing. I kept on hearing the clinking glass. Oh, no. And okay. so I'm like, and they're like, and I didn't care oh. about it. I just want to know what it is. Is it pure <laughs> vodka? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm drinking something. I'm glad I'm not chewing gum because I'm a gumaholic. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I can't. So this is this weird thing that I've had for a long time is like I don't chew gum Mm -hmm. ever. And I'm really careful about what I eat and when I eat it because um, I have like, no, (laughs) I have like this popping jaw that happened from like, because I'll sing. And like I went through times where I was like performing shows like multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in college or like oh. doing lots of practice and like and having multiple practices and yeah and my jaw would pop and I'll still get it to the point where if I'm like if I chew gum or something like that or if I'm Ooh. singing too much like I'll hit like this point where I'm like now my jaw can only open to a certain oh amount and it will like kind of pop if I open it bigger than that like yeah. it just like it's overworked. Does it hurt? Yeah. Oh. I mean, kind of. Not really. It's more like it's a just. Like, it's feeling. like it feels like you shouldn't. Like it feels like you've hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And oh. so I've had like my doctors talk to me, and he's like, "Yeah, you got to be careful. Like, make sure that if you're shut singing your a mouth. lot, yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, cut your bites smaller. Oh wow. Yeah, just those funny things that are like yeah. Liquid diet. Liquid diet. More straws. That's why you're so thin. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> That's the sweetest thing. You're looking thing. good. Oh, thank you. I'm just wearing a tank. <laughs> no, you look good. Oh, thank um, you. Wow. But, yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, so when you can't open up your mouth, mm-hmm. do you just, like, say, I'm not talking right now. Don't talk to me. No, I can open it. It's just, like, I I don't know. I'm just a big mouth. And so, I'm like, <laughs> I have to, I'll have to, like, be self-conscious of it. And, like, mm-hmm. especially when I'm singing, like, I have a very, like, open mouth style oh, yeah, of singing. Yeah, yeah. And it'll, like stop me or it'll hesitate mm-hmm. it'll make me hesitate and so that's why I have to be really careful about it because then I don't know it becomes a self-conscious thing or like yeah. it makes me sing things not the way I want them to and I I feel like I'm very particular about that so yeah, yeah it's weird it's one of those yeah. weird things it's Health weird to see yourself stuff. sing yeah too yeah it's weird um it's nice that you've never you... had to deal with any health stuff recently um zero yeah. at all <laughs> nothing <laughs> Yeah, um, got brain surgery mm-hmm. in January. And in that your was, brain. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I'm doing great now. Yeah? Yeah. That's um, crazy. The amazing thing about, like, the world that we live in today in modern medicine, it's mm-hmm. incredible. And um, it was very, like, not, uh, it's invasive, the word. Yeah, totally. Non- non-invasive. Yeah. Um, 
and the recovery time was like two months. See? Yeah, but everybody's different too. Sure. So some people, um, I did talk with like a lot of older patients that had the same surgery as me, um, and it took them longer to go back to work with mm-hmm. me. I was like ready in a month and a half. Sure. Your like, body is like, I'm, I'm all I go. do is heal. All yeah. I do is like regrow cells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was incredible. But yeah, I had um, a tumor. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty small. How did you find out about it? Yeah, I um, started getting like weird headaches Mm -hmm. um and when I was younger I got really intense migraines where Mm -hmm. I would throw up every time I got one um and then I cut caffeine out of my life Mm. and it went away um but yeah like a year ago I started getting like on and off headaches and then I got vertigo Mm. and that's the weirdest thing yeah like you just feel like you're not in control at all um with me it would happen pretty fast so it'd be like instantaneous and I would lose my balance. Sure. Um, it felt like this weird head rush. Yeah. Like liquid was being released in yeah. my brain. Yeah, I mean, because that is yeah. essential. it is liquid. It's your vestibular right. like balance system that is like all of a sudden going out of whack and you're yeah. no longer able to like perceive like where the liquids are at. Right. Yeah. Um, so I had that and I think after that happened, I was like, okay, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went to the doctor um, and he was like, oh, it's probably an inner ear thing, which is what they always say when stuff like that happens sure. because your inner ear, you know. That's where the liquid yeah. is contained, yeah. Yeah, it um, like lets you have balance and mm-hmm. so many other things. Um, and then like a week after I went to the doctor and he was like, you know, do these exercises. It should be fine after sure. that. And I did them religiously. Um, my eyes started to like see weird stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, uh, it would be blurry, and then I would see all of these, like, um, I, I, the only way I can describe it is when you get up really fast. Yeah, you get, you like, do, the red spinners. Yes, yeah. yeah, or yeah. if you, like, look too far to the side and you see, like, stars mm-hmm. or yeah. things like that. I have um, always thought about it, like, it's like, <laughs> you, you know how you look in the sides of your eyes and you can see all, like, the red like veins yes. of your eyes it's like all of a sudden you can see the electrical paths that are happening oh interesting them. yeah is that what it is I don't know. technically i have no idea but that's what i've always felt like it is oh, yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. that's a very logical that's what it is <laughs> good science job. welcome yeah. to our uh web md yeah podcast. i would just like think like oh it just does that because it does i never even thought yeah of, like i think it's a thing i think that. it's something that makes sense to me um yeah, yeah i'll have to look that up man but yeah, that happened, mm-hmm. and um, I let him know. And as soon as I told him, he was like, "You're getting an MRI tomorrow." Yeah. And I got an MRI, and then they found the tumor, and um, the tumor is it was in the very center of my brain, mm. in the pineal gland. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like a mystery gland. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know what it's necessarily for. They know that melatonin is created there. Which explained why I had insomnia, too, because totally. um, it wasn't being produced because there was this blockage of, sure. um, like, there's tissue, and, I mean, tumors are gross, but... Um, tumors are crazy. They're crazy, yeah. They're crazy. It's literally just, times. like, a... I, I was listening to the, the podcast, uh, I was listening to the NPR, or what is it, uh, Radio Lab, where they talked about the tumor. It's, like, an old, old one. I was just okay. looking back at some old ones, and just, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. They just it, talk about... They just talk about, like, famous tumors. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to... It's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I would love to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, it It's was, in the center of your brain. It, it's yeah. blocking melatonin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And a lot of doctors believe that because um, they're if they're benign, then they're fine. Mm-hmm. Because they don't think that they are, like, the symptoms that you have aren't necessarily related because they are different for a lot of people. Um, and my family was like, no, we're not going to, you know, just listen to his opinion, which I'm so thankful for. Like, sure. And I'm doing so great now because of them. Um, but they were finding, like, all of these cases where they would have very similar symptoms to mine, sometimes even worse if the tumor was bigger. Mm-hmm. And mine was um, six almost seven um, millimeters. So, I mean, that it's really tiny. It's but really when small. it's in the middle of your brain, sure. it's causing problems. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's pushing on different areas. Sure. It's a it's a pickle yeah. in the middle of your mm-hmm. of your hamburger. Like it's yeah. it's gonna make everything <laughs> taste like pickle eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and mine was a cystic tumor. Yeah. So um, with that it meant that it was um, getting fluid because mm-hmm. fluid runs through that part of your brain. I mean brain fluid, but yeah, like all different stuff is created there. So it would get bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it gets really big, they don't, most of the time they don't operate until you have this thing. I totally. It escapes me now, but it's where it's blocking off, um, your spinal fluid to mm-hmm. your brain. Mm-hmm. And you can like black out and then you can die from that. Right. And yeah. which is crazy that they're like, well, maybe it won't get to that extreme. Yeah, point. they which wait it... till that point because they can't um, justify the risk. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And did you do like, you did surgery? You opted I did for immediately. Surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We um, found two surgeons that came up with these procedures mm. that were non invasive and um, they used endoscopic tools. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who uh, pioneered yeah. the surgery, he um, lives in LA. So we were like, oh my God, this is great. Yeah. He's super He's close already on to the us. West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we started contacting his office and talked with them. Um, and then I had a consultation with him. And he was like, yeah, we need to get this thing out right now. <laughs> he's one of the best people I've ever met. Um, and, I mean, he saved my life. So, sure, thanks. Yeah, he's great. Uh, but super smart, intelligent, um, actually really nice. Like, mm. I was afraid that he would be a big dick. Because, sure, totally. I mean, yeah. you that's kind of like the, the stereotype is the surgeon is like the god complex. Yes, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he had a family and he has a daughter. So, I think... He was compassionate, um, so I was really thankful for that. Um, but yeah, went to LA and I had so many supporters, and I wouldn't be mm. able to have had the surgery without them totally. at all. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have the finances for it, and we even had really amazing insurance because my dad um, was a cop mm-hmm. for many years. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing a dare shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Because he taught dare. Yeah, which is so tight. He owes me a steak dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell him that. Okay. He would probably make you one, actually. That'd be tight. I'll take him up on <laughs> He's it. He's a really nice guy. Um, yeah, so had the surgery. I'm all good now. And That's so great. I mean, for the most part, it feels like it happened so long ago, but it was only... It was less than a year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was this... It was 2016 that it happened. Yep. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. And I feel like what's... I don't know. What I has been interesting is that in talking with Becca mm-hmm. or in talking with any of my family members or talking with even just like we like I think like we hung out a little bit in Seattle, but like you've never seemed like, 
oh, this is like this scary, big, huge thing. Everything I've seen, you've been like, well, we're dealing with it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, that know. was because I had an amazing support system. Um, but also, I don't know, with me, anything like traumatic that happens in my life, like apart from death, mm-hmm. um, I kind of become this other person, like a tougher person. Sure. You feel like um, you can Normally cool. I'm not. I'm yeah. not tough. Uh, but if anything like that happens, I kind of, it's like a defense mechanism. Sure. And I just decide like, okay, the only way I'm going to get through this is because it is if I become this other person. So that's mm. what happens. But the I also ego. like, yeah, mm. it was a big deal for me to ask for help too because sure. I, I, It's admitting I really, that you need it. Yeah, there's that, um, which, I mean, now in my life, like, even more so, especially because of the surgery, I realize that you have to do that. And, like, people want to help you, but... um, Well, if you're becoming that other person, if you're saying, like, I'm going to compartmentalize from this and, like, get through it, then you, to ask for help means first you have to acknowledge that the problem exists. And that, that... negates the denial. like becoming yeah that negates the denial or like the muscling down and be like I'm gonna get yeah. through this it's instead saying no this is a big thing and mm-hmm. I need support yeah which is hard because as much as like yes that's good yes you need to do that it says like I'm gonna let myself feel like mm-hmm. first and foremost I'm gonna have to go yeah. into this yeah yeah no um and I know like I have to go through a process like I feel like I understand who I am more um like now especially but yeah just what I need to do to get through something um, and like feel emotions and that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like we all have to go through emotions. Um, yeah. So denial was never really a part of it. No. <laughs> Maybe a couple of days where I was sure. like, oh, okay, this is happening, but is it happening? Um, uh, but yeah. I have. I feel like just like having the ability to quickly say like, I'll go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. And maybe, you know. Your husband Sean was a part of that because you're. Able no, to... it was more me. It was more yeah, you. Like yeah, like he's afraid of the doctor. If he yeah. won't go, like even Total. if he has anything, any ailments until it's the last. Second. I'm so the same. I'm just like such a stereotypical dude about yeah. that. Like it's just like no, 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 no. I don't need to go to the doctor. I'm the worst about it. Yeah, that's funny you say that because I feel like I'm a guy in the way where I know the steps I need to take to like complete something, and I don't yeah. know if that's more like a guy thing or a girl thing, but I'm like I have to do this and that and that and that. Yeah, maybe. maybe that's more, I feel like that's more type A, or maybe that's more yeah, just, like, you're right. objective thinking. Yeah. yeah. It's not really, like, doesn't have to do with sex. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, enough about brain surgery. <laughs> that's boring. You feel more about that? Is that? Do you feel like you don't want to carry it around as much? Well, um, a lot of the patients that I've talked with that have had the same surgery, some of them just, like, cling on to it. Mm-hmm. And I am so not that way. Like... Once I'm done with something, it's in the past. Um, especially if I know, like, I just need to, like, move on. Mm-hmm. And I don't, there's so many other amazing things in life that, like, why would I want to be obsessed with this one thing that happened to me in the past? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things that are going to happen to me in the future that, like, I just need to be ready for. Nice. And not be consumed with what happened. So. That's great. I love that. And I feel like I've definitely seen that. You seem like somebody who's very much living in the present, living in like, I, what oh am I God. trying to do right now? I don't even remember what I did yesterday. No. No. Too blacked out. I am in the now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got so drunk yesterday. Yeah, no, crazy. I no. I, I had yeah. a few la- yesterday. <laughs> I, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling fine right now. That's good. Yeah, but it's our friend Natalie, who was on the yeah. last podcast. It's her wedding. 
Is it today? It's tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually saw Joseph at Sasquatch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or not Sasquatch. I'm an idiot. Um, Pickathon. Pickathon. They were yeah. at Pickathon. I was like, I was day, just like, right? sure, whatever, Sasquatch. I don't think they did that, but I'm. I was just down to give you a yes. <laughs> I think they've played at Sasquatch, too. I think that they have. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's why I said Again, that. down to give you a yes. I have no idea. <laughs> Pickathon, they definitely did that yeah. really recently. No, and they were great. And mm-hmm. I saw them over Mac DeMarco, so yeah. that says something that I wanted to see yeah. them. That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. No, they were really good. They played right after Beach House, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, I was able to get high and listen to Beach House oh, and see them. Goals. So. Full circle. Full circle. It comes back to that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't meant to be um, at that time. Mm-mm. And I think it was because of the venue, too. Like, not just being sick, but, like, the universe was like, no, you can't get high here. Something bad's going to happen. <laughs> but, no, it was amazing. That was one of the best experiences. But you were talking before about, like, so you have definitely been like, oh, I want to do photography for bands because then I get to <laughs> yeah. meet them. There's obviously, like, the monetary goal of, like, if I'm doing graphic design, then I get to continue having money I get to do like this livelihood yeah yeah why do you feel though like the big purpose of like okay visual arts doing these more pursuit like these more active pursuits towards having an artistic lifestyle I feel like you've been someone who I can see like in all things that you're doing saying like I'm going to surround myself with these artistic elements and I'm going to just say like that's how I live my life these are the things I'm doing do you Mm -hmm. why why that why not comfortable office job why not um I don't know I get really bored all the time um I mean even with my job it's like it's pretty um what's the word like there's a routine Mm -hmm. and even with that I try to mix it up as much as I can um and I mean the company I work for I'm not like super passionate about (laughs) but I'll like I'll try to create passion where I can see it. Inject passion into it. Yeah, Yeah. and that's hard sometimes, but um, I don't know, like, if I have any free time, if I have freelance work that, you know, is paid, that's great, but even if it is paid and it doesn't make me excited, then I won't do it. Sure. That's great. That's impressive. And (laughs) I feel like you're you're pretty active, though, like, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I try to be, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm picky, too, Mm -hmm. so it's just, like, an on and off thing. Um... Yeah, any, like, fashion, beauty, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been doing more personal work recently, so that's been exciting. Um, and I think with that, I'm kind of exploring, uh, like, organic materials mm. with, um, I don't know, like, machine-made. <laughs> I'm still, like, conceptualizing this. Sure. But, yeah, um, I always have, like, the female form in my mm-hmm. photos. Yep. Um, so yeah, with that, I'm doing a lot of like floral stuff, um, with like tights and mm-hmm. like that kind of material. Yeah. Cause I love that contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Organic and, and nylon. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> I was, you. I was looking through some of your photos and I actually got, when I wanted to set up the podcast, I got the number, your number from Neil because oh, yeah. I was like, nice. Becca's out of town. I don't know who to get the number <laughs> for. And like, I've seen some of the photography that you've done with Neil and it's just like super stunning, oh, like really, you. really great. Well, and she's so not hard to take a photo of. <laughs> no, but this is one of those things where she's been a good friend of mine for a long time and mm-hmm. she's like this great model out of Seattle, but you know, and she and I have talked about this, how like she has come through like a transformative thing where she's 
been able to see herself as a more beautiful person and she's yeah, yeah. Uh, just kind of actively changed the way she presents herself and mm-hmm. un- is understanding herself more and you know it's wild to think of like a photo like that and just be like wow you look very different than you did five years mm-hmm. ago not that at any point have you not been a beautiful person but just yeah. how you have presented yourself in in a way that is the fullest presentation mm-hmm. of yourself and though you seem to be living into this trueness and I think that I definitely see that in the photography that you're doing that it is keeping that that female person in there mm-hmm. um, and and never I don't feel like it's objectifying in any way I think it's really beautiful Thanks. I think it's really uh, conceptual it feels like um, deep and feels really heady it feels like oh. you have like uh, strong you. messages that you're creating that Thank are you. that are really interesting <laughs> and just kind of like I don't know badass and empowering oh, thanks yeah. I mean, most of the time I don't even know what I'm trying to say hmm, I no. think that I'm just drawn to certain things and I kind of get obsessive about like seeing something in a photo and like okay I want to do that um, hmm. but yeah it's interesting that you bring that up because I feel like I mean with Neil like she's beautiful she's stunning in real life but something does happen when there's a relationship with a photographer and somebody they're taking a photo of Um, because the photographer has their own vision Mm -hmm. and then the model or person is like bringing something as well like something that they Mm -hmm. see but they can't like physically see Mm -hmm. in their form um, so that combo, like sometimes it's dynamite. And yeah. Sometimes it's really bad. <laughs> I don't know. My computer keeps making things. Sorry, I'm not ignoring yeah. you. Oh, no, I, no. Hate, I hate looking away and like looking are. at my computer. Wait, let me get on my phone. No, stop. <laughs> no, I'm so present. I promise. No, you're no what you were saying was really. Yeah, totally. It might be a little. This is going to be like the most uncontrolled environment that yeah. I've ever recorded in, and that's just fine. If our listeners don't like it, well. I get to have this conversation still. It's mostly about me. It's mostly about me getting to talk. Um, But what you were were saying was really um, exciting to me. I'm trying to think about what what it was hitting me with. I think it's this idea of, similarly, like, I come into stuff not knowing what I'm going to create. And I think that I have always assumed, like, if you're doing, like, these really complex photography things, especially because it involves a lot of other people you can't do it by yourself mm-hmm. if you're no, taking not, no. yeah and uh it's it requires um these materials and like the not only your subjects but the objects that are involved in the photography mm-hmm. and so you're it takes some gathering together and some planning and like those moments have to come together but mm-hmm. i i think about it kind of like when i'm writing i've got like musical ideas that have been hitting me lately or I've got like instrumentation yeah. that's been hitting me You're like oh I love that I'm yeah gonna, I'm and gonna do that it doesn't mean I'm coming into it being like usually sometimes I'm like I need to write like right now I'm writing this song about um one of my grandparents that feels really important to me and I know that I'm trying to write that about that but I don't know yeah. that that's what the song's gonna end oh, up no. mean um <laughs> and I think it it feels very much like what you're describing is kind of like a chef coming with like oh I've got all these ingredients I have Mm -hmm. a kitchen I have all these tools that being said maybe I don't know exactly what the end result is I'm doing some kitchen experimentation I've got some ideas and I'm going to be open to trying these things out Mm -hmm. and I think that like hearing yeah hearing Mm -hmm. that of course that makes sense but I don't really I don't really think about that with photography is just like saying like let me gather together things that are inspiring let me gather together these pieces and then let's see what happens it's very similar yeah I mean any creative process is like that yeah. It's like this force. Mm-hmm. Like you, like yeah, you have the ingredients. That's a really good mm-hmm. um, analogy. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then like something magical happens Mm -hmm. and that's what makes, I don't know, life so interesting is like what you bring to life and, um, like you have all of this stuff, but you're not in control whatsoever, really. Mm -hmm. Like something just magical happens and yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to like talk about. It's hard to talk about it because, no, because it is like this ethereal like concept that, I don't know, I was, I brought this, um... I brought up Alan Watts a couple times uh, that I've been uh, he's an author and he wrote a book in the last episode I said the name of it wrong so let's see if I can say the name of the book Mm -hmm. right this time (laughs) been reading uh, The Wisdom of Insecurity I think that's it let's give it let's see if that's the right one Um, but he uh, has been talking about this idea and I'm I'm now I'm just totally blanking it because he got self-conscious about (laughs) remembering his name it's not real life Um, what were we just saying? No, whenever you try to sound like profound. Oh, I know. I'm not, I know. I'm not trying like, to, maybe I'm, I'm just blowing up my ass, but. I'm not top shit. I'm no, nothing. I'm not top shit. <laughs> yep. Now it's gone. Oh, well, maybe it'll come back, but. It'll come back. Yeah. It's good. It's, yeah. it's down a similar path and a similar idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't normally lose my train of thought on the podcast. That's my biggest fear. And I talked about that recently is my biggest fear is losing like what I'm going for, yeah. just losing it and forgetting it. Well, that's what editing is for, right? Yeah. No, I don't edit this. I think that that's a big part of why this podcast feels like an artistic thing for me is kind yeah, of the yeah. vulnerability of a conversation and the vulnerability of like people getting together and and saying, trying I think to talk that's about awesome. this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of the time with TV, like, the TV I really love is like reality where yeah. it's not edited necessarily mm-hmm. because you can see the realness and like the awkwardness yeah. in a conversation or just like what happens randomly in life. I remembered what I was going to say. Yeah, what? See, it came back. So um, in this book, he's talking about you can't simultaneously experience something and describe what it is. You can do, oh, okay. you can experience it and then talk about what you just experienced but then to do that you stop experiencing it and similarly like when we're trying to talk about the art that we're creating or we're trying to think about what we're doing most of the time when you're doing photography like if you try to get really heady and be like I'm going to force it into this or force it into that it's like taking your muse and being like Mm -hmm. be this muse and the muse is like no I've come to you as something already don't try to name me just experience me that's so spot on. Right. So, and then, especially for me, because I feel like huh. in art school, a lot of my teachers didn't like the fact that I would just be like, here's, you know, one sentence of what I'm going to do. And then I would, most of the time I would be like, just trust me. I would have to tell them that sure. because I would need to have um, like everything written out before, like proposal. Yeah. And then they'd be like, okay, you can, you get it. Well, it's less marketable. It's less marketable to do that because I mean, you look at, you're working in a graphic design place and they say, Hey, we want you to make this type of thing. We want you to use these pieces and we want it to be similar to this. Yeah. And you have to be able to go and replicate Mm -hmm. that. That's what a school or a university is going to say. Like, okay, we're going to teach you how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how you make, Money. Definitely. Um, I can do that with graphic design, but I can't do that with photography. It's so hard for me to do with music, which is why I'm so glad that like music is not part of my like money making Mm -hmm. career anymore because then I get to just let it be what it's supposed to be for me. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. I love that too. Yeah. I was meaning so I used to I don't know if you know this, but I used to be a music therapist. That was like 
my um, background. I did, did. I looked at your Facebook. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I stalked you, you and you I saw on your about section that you worked at. Um, it's like a children's. Mm-hmm. At Risk Youth Home? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I did that, um, and I had a private practice. And, um, oh, awesome. Yeah, but uh, I, I just was having this conversation with this kid yesterday who was meeting at, like, the rehearsal dinner, and he was super excited about um, going and doing, like, looking at music therapy as a possible option. Mm-hmm. And it was so great because he's a young kid, early 20s, I say, from my deep experience as a 27-year-old. <laughs> um, but he... Uh, <laughs> He was like, been You're a performer. Ah, deal with it. That's awesome. I always thought you were like way older, not in no. a good way. No. Oh, great. Like you're just so mature. Oh, thanks. And, like, so much more. No, I'm just fucking my way through it. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yes, it was great because he's like a singer-songwriter, and yeah. he had opened for Joe a few times, and oh, like awesome. they had just gotten to know him and really loved him, and invited out him out to Natalie's wedding, which is so mm-hmm. cool. But. And he's super nice guy, really easy to talk to. Um, totally don't remember my, his name, but I'll, I'll put a shout out to him in the podcast. But he... Um, you're great, whoever you are. Whoever you are, you're a real winner. Um, and he was just talking to me about like how he's finding himself more and more drawn towards that um, opportunity to have something that's quantifiable mm-hmm. with the stuff he's creating, rather than people being like, hey, this song you wrote, it affected me so much, and and this is what it means. And he's like, yes, that's really beautiful, but I want like the the opportunity to see it in action, to, so, to watch someone's life change by like mm. the thing I'm creating, which is wonderful and beautiful. And it's so nice for me to like be on the other side of that and mean like, finally, I don't have to like have a result. Yeah, I can just make this and it can just exist in the world and I can be happy with it side yeah. by side. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's great. I think that goes back to like when you're younger, mm-hmm. you want to do that sure. so badly and mm-hmm. you want to live up to your potential yeah. and like everyone kind of like pushes you to do that when you're younger but yeah when you're older it's just like I'm gonna do this because I feel like I have to like if I don't yeah. then I'm not who I am right it's living so into the fullness of, you of yourself yeah yeah absolutely Natalie I'm loving it I literally have been quoting it non-stop since she mm-hmm. said on the last podcast but she was <laughs> talking about music as the least alone thing she can do and mm-hmm. like it makes her feel connected to people. It makes her feel oh, yeah. like she is truly so herself. And and I was just like, oh my god, I can completely resonate with that. Yeah, I think I think that sense. that's anything. Yeah. creative. Yeah. yeah, or like anything that you're really passionate about doing, mm-hmm. and you feel like if you don't do it, then you're not living. Sure. Yeah. And I think that there's this goal when you're younger to try to say like, how do I make this work monetarily? Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about money a bunch on this podcast yeah. and, and like that, that's important. Money, 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 money. money. It, it is. And it does matter. It totally matters. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you have to like, would you do it anyways? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I love it. And I, I'm loving this podcast. It feels like a huge artistic like outlet for me. And yeah, I have good. no goals of making any cash on it. And like awesome. that, that would be ridiculous. No. What would I do? Um, but I, I'm just loving it. It feels so great. It feels really, really good. fun. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm proud of me. <laughs> good. Patting myself on yeah, the back. Yeah, you should be. Giving myself, pointing at myself mirror conversations. You. You're awesome. People like you. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Do you feel, this is a funny thing I've been thinking about more and more as I've yeah. been having this conversation, is the idea of in the artistic things that you're doing, um, do you like yourself in that? Um, yeah. Yeah? I think, 
I mean, sometimes when you put something together, a project, and when there's a lot of people involved, like you're not necessarily in control. And then some things you're not like totally happy with. Mm. But I'm usually very satisfied with the end result. Mm. Um, and I always remember... Like, I don't get mad at myself for anything because it's a learning experience every time. But I remember um, when I was really young, I watched Bob Ross mm. uh, paint on TV on PBS. Yeah. <laughs> and he said something that like has always stuck with me, but it's like a happy mistake is or a, a mistake is a happy mistake. Mm. Sorry, that was like a Yoda thing. Yeah, right that's all right. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda would be a good painter. <laughs> he would be, actually. I wonder what he would paint. But yeah, so I don't get frustrated, um, and yeah, I feel like anything I do is like one step further and closer to, um, not like who I want to be, but like who I am and like mm-hmm. learning who I am. So, right, yeah. and I think that that's so beautiful. It's just, what is the point of taking these photos? What is the point of setting up mm-hmm. these opportunities or, or any visual creation or what is the point of this music? And it's it's myself. It's mm-hmm. becoming this idea that is me and making the universe more like that and that's fine I think that we want to change the universe we want to manipulate it and at the end like of a lifetime be able to say like am I leaving this different than I entered it yeah or have I like added a note to this like universe song Mm -hmm. like am I am I contributing something yeah and And if you are you should just be happy with that sure because I mean our generation is so obsessed with being famous too and I just am so over it. It's so... I don't even care anymore. No. It doesn't matter. I did at one point. I was like, I'm going to try to Two do generations. This. That's yeah. all it takes. Then you're forgotten. You don't even exist. No. Yeah. Like Kanye. Nobody's going to remember nobody, Kanye. Some, nobody's going to remember Kanye in two, three generations. Yeah, some people How really the fuck are they going to remember you? That. Yeah. I'll remember Kanye. Yeah. I'll tell uh, my grandchildren about Kanye. Yeah. Get attacked, kids. Get a tad of Kanye, that way he can live on. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I love that. I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love thinking about like, oh yeah, I'll be forgotten. Anything I'm creating, probably going to be forgotten. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm letting myself be me right exactly. now. It's not about the future. It's, it's not about anyone else either. No. You're like finding, I don't know, your self-worth mm-hmm. in somebody else. Mm-mm. It's just about you, like, trying to find out who you are and do whatever you can do to do that. Yeah. And then you'll be okay. That's so tight. But, I mean, sometimes, like, I forget that. Yeah. I'm human. Oh, totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, saying that anytime I'm giving what feels like advice, I feel like is usually advice to a me. mantra. Yeah. I'm just yes. trying to say the mantra oh, so definitely. I believe it. It's like a... Yeah. Uh, I, like... Uh, the idea of ceremonies and like scriptures and things like that mm-hmm. but like I think that it's living into that ceremony and saying like okay repeat the words so that that way when you for like when the moment is hard when it's easy to forget them you're like oh yeah I I have like the muscle memory of this mantra or yeah. of this idea so if you just talk about those things oh, definitely yeah it's more for yeah. you than it is for anybody else yes Truth. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out and yeah. talking on the podcast. Was that long enough? That was an hour. <laughs> oh, really? Well, it's almost an hour. It's time about there. Time flies when you're having I know. Fun. You don't have to be done. I just try to be conscious of time because it's a hot house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, well, we can talk some more. Yeah. What's next it. for you? What? I don't care. I don't care. I can, I've got nothing. I've got a wedding today, but it's not for a while. Yeah. And if I leave, I have to go help with it. 
Oh. Nobody no, no. wants to do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I didn't even help with Becca's wedding. My yeah. best friend. Oh. I mean, I kind of did a little bit, but. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's okay. I was there. I, was I played excited. music for that wedding. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> and you were so good. I think that was the first time we met. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I like heard about you and then I officially met you that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Yeah. And you were so great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Really uh, good first impression. Nice. Well, I tried. You killed it. Uh, you were uh, up there. You were wearing a dress. Oh yeah. That was it. That's mm-hmm. that was my. <laughs> I was crying a lot too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I I might cry today at this wedding. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild to see friends get married and mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think that um, again, it's that idea of ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's that idea of of living into. Um, just some people that I love, that yeah. I care about, that I think are... Weddings are great. Yeah. Yeah, in that fact. And, mm-hmm. um, just that it's really about, like, not just the two people that are getting married, but about um, just community. Mm-hmm. Have I you think. done, like, wedding photography at all? Uh, that's how I started. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I started. Nice. <laughs> do you do I, it? You don't oh do it God, anymore, no. though? I, so <laughs> I only do... Um, friends and then people that I like a lot yeah like a they lot. make it very but clear not, yeah even if they're not what friends, my expectations I like yeah. are yeah because I I mean I didn't have any like really horrible experiences but just enough where I got a taste of like really intense ugliness from people and I hate that I hate sure. it when um you become a consumable yeah 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 and when you just see people not being real I hate that too yeah. And this is horrible, but I used to think about, um, like, is this couple that I'm photographing, like, their special day, are they going to last? Like, totally. who's going to be the first person that gets divorced? Right. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Like, what about that? Like, taking photo- like doing photography in a wedding and be like, well, 50% of these are going to yeah. end in divorce. Oh, my God. And, I mean, that's happened. It's weird, too, like, looking back and being like, oh, okay. Like, I was a part of that day. Yeah. Um, but it still is, like, a step in that person's life and whatnot. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just too – it was too much. And, um, like, it's really stressful. But I felt like I, you know, like, was okay with that. Sure. I, I do well in stress, but, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, yeah. seeing people be fake, I think that was the biggest thing for me. It's um, hard. It's And that's why I love... I think that you can probably relate on this in the mm-hmm. way that you do photography now and the way that I'm doing this podcast is, like, less people. No new friends. Like, I just need, yeah. like, the amount of people that I have. I like having one-on-one conversations because yes. anything more than that feels really hard. Mm-hmm. It feels hard to manage all of those expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, doing photography, just, like, having just, like, one to a few models. But, like, mm-hmm. uh, models. Uh, subjects. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's a better word. <laughs> uh, but they, then just saying, like, you know, of course someone's going to be self-conscious. That's fine. I'm going to be self-conscious on this. You're going to be self-conscious mm-hmm. on this. Um, but, like, at least there's nobody else so that you can, like, have the space to be like, okay, we're going to work through that self-consciousness together. In a wedding, mm-hmm. you've got a couple dozen family members. Oh, yeah. And you're trying to make them all comfortable. Mm-hmm. And calm them down. No way. Get yeah. out of my face. That's never going to happen. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, weird Weird emotions come out of a wedding, mm-hmm. and it's different for everyone, and you just have to remember that, but a lot of the time, I would just see, like, the ugliest things from people, <laughs> like mother-in-laws, mm-hmm. trying to, like, control everything, sure. and have it be their day, Which and is I was hard so it's, over that. It's built out of love. It's built out of love and uh, fear, like... Like, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, 
I felt like it was very selfish. Yeah. I didn't like seeing that. No. Yeah. So, I mean, for my wedding, I just, I wanted it to be a big party and I didn't even have people come to my ceremony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was only immediate family there. And, um, I'm so glad I did that because yeah. there was no expectations and everyone was just free to be themselves. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. right. That's fun. Yeah, it was, it was How great. long have you and Sean been married? Almost a year. Yeah? Yeah, in September at the That's end. Great. I know. I don't know what we're going to do for our anniversary. He's Something. he's also an artist. He is. He's a musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of going through the motions right now and, like, trying to figure out, what should I do with my life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be passionate about what I do. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like we all have that struggle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he's making... Music still, um, doing like solo stuff, doing a lot of elec- like electronic. Yeah. Yeah, which is newer for him, so it's exciting. That's cool. Do you feel like you, that's something that's, I mean, I'm sure that is, but that's something that's drawn you guys together and has been something oh, you can yeah. share at, in like, I don't know, I think it's this idea of like sitting at home trying to like do the dishes and like mm-hmm. you've got, hey kitten, you've got <laughs> two people trying to think about their artistic things and like share like, hey, what do you think about this? Do you feel like that's a point of like frustration at times? Do you think that that's something you guys have learned to balance between you two? Um, yeah, I think balance, definitely. Sometimes it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like, I mean, there's this expectation that like I'm, I'm his wife, you know, I'm his partner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to support you and whatever you do. Um, so I kind of have to like give encouragement, but also be really honest. Sure. And I feel like I try to be that more mm-hmm. than be like, this is great. You sure. know? <laughs> and that's, that's so hard to and it's like, bad sometimes. like, like how had, do you pace that reaction? How yeah. do you say like, cause Heather's had to be like, Hey, look, I think you can do better. And that yeah. sucks. It sucks. Nobody likes to yeah, hear that. Yeah, no, but it's so good, it's too. So good, yeah. yeah, like, because that pushes you to, like, mm-hmm. want to do better and not only, like, impress your significant other, yeah. um, but I, yourself. Yeah, we definitely, I, it's gotten to the point where, like, we, I show her less stuff. Like, she yeah, shows yeah. me less stuff because... I think probably for him, too. At the end of the day, like, I'm not, like, she's not who I'm writing this stuff for. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, I think she is not like who I'm trying to like she knows me yeah I'm not trying to show her who I am she right. knows me yeah fine so mm-hmm. like this music is for other people it's a good point yeah yeah so no that's really good yeah I think um like I don't show him anything unless I'm usually done with something because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of I don't know unless I need a straight-up opinion but I think it's a waste of time mm-hmm. when <laughs> what Oh, nothing. It was, it, this computer is doing fun things. I'm sorry. Yeah. I see you keep no, staring away from you. This is going to be a funny track to edit. Um, uh, but when you're doing something, blah, 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 it's kind of pointless and a waste of time to have them look at something that's in progress and not complete. Sure. Um, and I don't like to waste other people's time. No, totally. And also, like, am I just trying to get a compliment? Is that oh, yeah. What, no, is that I really don't, what I'm I don't just look for that at all. No, good. That's great. <laughs> No, because, I mean, for the most part, I could care less, like, what other people think. But, I mean, any, like, constructive criticism is great. Right. Which is what I love. I love that. I love having a Mm -hmm. partner who can give me, like, healthy, constructive criticism that I'll actually hear. Whereas I won't be like, well, that that doesn't count. That's just their opinion. It's like, Mm -hmm. nah, I got to see you every day. And I, I, you know me really well. And you actually have a good perspective on this. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. No, that's really good. Mm. Cool. 
Well, I do have to get going pretty soon <laughs> oh, yeah, for the yeah. wedding stuff. I have to go to the bathroom, actually. Awesome. So this is a good <laughs> That's always I'm going to pee good. my pants. Okay. No. Dude, well, cheers. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is great.